Faith dares to fail. In this world, men are judged by their ability to do. They are rated according to the distance they have come up the hill of achievement. At the bottom is utter failure, at the top complete success. And between these two extremes, the majority of civilized men sweat and struggle from youth to old age. If you give up, slide to the bottom and become inhabitants of Skid Row. There, with ambition gone and will broken, they subsist on handouts till nature forecloses on them, and death takes them away. At the top are the few who, by a combination of talent, hard work, and good fortune, manage to reach the peak and all the luxury, fame, and power that are found there. But in all of this, there is no happiness. The effort to succeed puts too much strain on the nerves. Excessive preoccupation of the struggle to win narrows the mind, hardens the heart, and shuts out a thousand bright visions which might be enjoyed if there were only leisure to notice them. The man who reaches the pinnacle is seldom happy for very long. He soon becomes eaten by fears that he may slip back a peg and be forced to surrender his place to another. Examples of this are found in the feverish way the TV star watches his rating and the politician his mail. Let an elected official learn that a poll shows him to be 2% less popular in August than he was in March, and he begins to sweat like a man on his way to prison. The ball player lives by his averages, the businessman by his rising graph, and the concert star by his applause meter. It is not uncommon for a challenger in the ring to weep openly when he fails to knock out the champion. To be second best leaves him completely disconsolate. He must be first to be happy. This mania to succeed is a good thing perverted. The desire to fulfill the purpose for which we were created is of course a gift from God, but sin has twisted this impulse about and turned it into a selfish lust for a first place and top honors. But this lust the whole world of mankind is driven as by a demon, and there is no escape. When we come to Christ, we enter a different world. The New Testament introduces us to a spiritual philosophy infinitely higher than and altogether contrary to that which motivates the world. According to the teaching of Christ, the poor in spirit are blessed, the meek inherit the earth, the first are last and last first, the greatest man is the one that best serves others, the one who loses everything is the only one that will have everything at last. The successful man of the world will see his hoarded treasures swept up away by the tempest of judgment, the righteous beggar goes to Abraham's bosom, and the rich man burns in the fires of hell. Our Lord died in apparent failure, discredited by the leaders of established religion, rejected by society, and forsaken by his friends. The man who ordered him to the cross was the successful statesman whose hand the ambitious hack politician kissed. It took the resurrection to demonstrate how gloriously Christ had triumphed and how tragically the governor had failed. Yet today, the professed church seems to have learned nothing. We are still seeing as men see and judging after the manner of men's judgment. How much eager beaver religious work is done out of a carnal desire to be good. How many hours of prayer are wasted beseeching God to bless projects that are geared to the glorification of little men. How much secret money is poured out upon men who, in spite of their tear-in-the-voice appeals, nevertheless seek only to make a fair show in the flesh. The true Christian should turn away from all this, especially should ministers of the gospel search their own hearts and look deep into their inner motives. No man is worthy to succeed until he is willing to fail. No man is morally worthy of success in religious activities until he is willing that the honor of succeeding should go to another if God so wills. God may allow his servant to succeed when he has disciplined him to a point where he does not need to succeed to be happy. The man who is elated by success and cast down by failure is still a carnal man. At best, his fruit will have a worm in it.
God will allow His servant to succeed when He has learned that success does not make him dearer to God, nor more valuable in the total scheme of things. We cannot buy God's favor with crowds or converts or new missionaries sent out or Bibles distributed. All these things can be accomplished without the help of the Holy Spirit. A good personality and a shrewd knowledge of human nature is all that any man needs to be a success in religious circles today. Our great honor lies in being just what Jesus was and is. To be accepted by those who accept him, rejected by all who reject him, loved by those who love him, hated by everyone that hates him. What greater glory could come to any man? We can afford to follow him to failure. Faith dares to fail. The resurrection and the judgment will demonstrate before all worlds who won and who lost. We can wait.